Hey, what's going on, everyone? My name is J.R. Robinson, and once again, I'd like to welcome you to When He Speaks to Right, the podcast that explores the intoxicating powers of love, relationships, and sex, all from my perspective. I invite you to experience the journey with me as I try to awaken your innermost thoughts. My topic for tonight, five tips a lesbian friend shared that made me a better lover. Also, my question tonight, if foreign women are taking American men that American women don't want, why the fuss? So please, do me a favor, go ahead, relax, chill, do whatever it is that you do, and I'll be right back with my question tonight. Alright, so my question tonight, if foreign women are taking men American women don't want, why the fuss? The question of why American women are so angry over foreign women taking their men that they don't want is one of the most perplexed questions out there. It's true that the United States, in the United States, there are a lot of single women and untached men. However, the idea that foreign women only look for these type of men seems to be the the common uh, misconception. The issue isn't, you know, easily defined. Does the anger stem from um, American men may may prefer, you know, women from a foreign country? Or is it from a feeling of being undercut in the dating scene? Perhaps there's an underlying resentment that such women are viewed as more desirable than their American counterparts. A lot of uh, men... I was going to talk about this as far as, uh, you know, passport bros or guys who get passport to go to different countries. But it's kind of like, you know, um, it's, it's kind of like overused, uh, oversaturated, you know what I'm saying? So I had to come up with a different way to, to get this across the way I wanted to get it across. And me being a person who was in the service and had an opportunity to, you know, see some very beautiful um, women of different countries... I can understand, especially, I can understand when men decide to, like, say, you know what? I'm tired of going back and forth with you over here. I'm going to get me a passport. I'm going to go over there and see what's different. All he's doing is, is, is using the option that he has. Because if you constantly being um, treated in a negative way or you got to constantly hear many shit or you can't talk to a woman because she think you creepy. You get tired of that. You get to a point where it's like, you know what? Nah. It, it's got to be something different. And it is. And it, it might be a little bit further than, you know, which it might be a little further across seas or, you know, in a different country. But the options are there. Not all American women are bad. Not all American women are negative. But there are some that will make you think, you know what, fuck this. Let me get a passport and go to the Dominican Republic and deal with someone who's going to love me or treat me like I am, you know, like I want to be treated. Oh, yeah, that does exist. I know I've told the story before, but in the Navy, um, I was in Ethiopia with this guy. He saw this woman and 
it took him about five or six years to go back to Ethiopia, get her, and they've been together 30 some years. And he said, every day is like the first day, bro. We love each other just like we the first time we saw each other is the same way we look at each other every morning we wake up. We have our issues, but we get through it and we get back to that point of of what brought us together. And I talked to him maybe three or four years ago. So he's good. So it does exist. But the thing is, a lot of, I think, from my point of view, a lot of women look at it as a negative because men decide to, like, not just accept anything that you want to give a man and, and, and go into his pockets and, and take a trip and go find someone who's going to, you know, treat him the way he want to be treated. Everybody, you know, deserves to be happy. And if you're not going to make me happy, if I got to constantly hear I ain't shit or got to deal with the fact that when I try to talk to you, make it seem like I'm invading your privacy or I'm trying to do something wrong to you, then I, I got to use my other options. You know? So... When it comes to exploring different perspectives on this issue, I think it's, it's it's a it's a controversial topic that that sparks a lot of debate from both sides, both men and women. And I think both sides have strong points. You know what I'm saying? Um, I understand to a degree that women may see that as you know. We are losing our men to, to, to foreign women. I understand it. I, I, I get that. But you have to dig deep. You have to look down deep within your soul and, and ask yourself, why is it that the same man I was dealing with had to go overseas to find love? Or to find someone who don't mind cooking for him? Or to find someone who's not going to be his competition or his rival? The first time you decide you want to be a man's rival and not his soulmate or the woman that he needs, your competition, competition that he don't need and he's not going to want to deal with, and he's going to eliminate your ass, point blank, period. Anytime I've been in a relationship with a woman who felt like she was my competition, I stopped it right there. There have been times when I'm like, this ain't going to work. I like you. You look good. You sexy as a motherfucker. But I already know. I already see what's about to happen. And I'm not going to deal with it. It takes you one time to go through a situation that you don't want to deal with. And then whenever you see it happening or developing, you stop it right there. Because it's a waste of time. So why am I going to sit here and 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 accept anything that you give me or, or put a certain negative top? I mean, a negative um you know, make me look like a, a pervert or someone who ain't shit when I can go to the Dominican Republic or to Mexico and find someone who just loved me on sight. What man ain't gonna gravitate towards that? <laughs> and it's funny how women, they can have that one female that like to, you know, that, that that's involved with women who can make them feel good every once in a while when they want to, you know, dabble in some, uh, you know, uh, uh, woman on woman type action. 
or they can fantasize by watching Scandal, you know, the, the, the powerful black woman with the president. They can have those parties and get-togethers and, you know, those dreams and aspirations to have that type of situation in their life. But when a man decides he want to go and, and find him a thick Latina, it's a problem. We losing men to, to, to foreign women. Come on, man. Come on. You, you can't have your ice cream and cake, too. You know what I'm saying? Either you're going to deal with me or you're going to let me, or, or either I'm just going to step off from you and go deal with someone else. Plain and simple. There's it, it, not a whole lot of back and forth. There's no gray areas to that. But but people want to create these, what I call it, uh, chaos situation. They want to make shit, you know, uh, they want to create a situation that, that caters to what's going on with them. You know what I'm saying? I have dated several women from different lands, different countries. And it's not much different than women over here. There's a little difference. You know, I haven't had the, the royal treatment that most men have had dealing with women or like my, my friend has for 30 years. I hadn't had that. I had something similar, but I hadn't had that that full package. But I think that it's, it's about how you present yourself to a woman as a man. As a man, the way you present yourself to a woman, if you let that woman know, look, it's going to be me and you. We can work this thing out. We can, you know, reach great heights with, you know, having a relationship or building on a relationship. If you give that, if you have that sense of confidence or you bring that sense of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? If you have a... Uh, uh, a mentality that you want to be with someone you're willing to work to have a strong and, and successful relationship then a woman will connect with that she will see that and she will you know come to the to the table with the same uh with the same ideas and views and goals and everything that she want out of a relationship she will help blend in what it is that you want in a relationship but if she see you a fuck boy or if you always chasing women or you ain't shit, then yeah, then you're going to get that type of woman who might, you know, um, say men ain't shit and have the wait and exhale parties that men ain't no good and trying to burn up the damn car and, you know, may dabble in some uh, girl on girl action, you know? So it's all, it's all in how you come to the relationship or you present yourself as someone that's, that's, willing, that's trying to get to know somebody, you know? Um, I think in recent years, there's been a growing trend of, of foreign women marrying, marrying American women. And this goes back, like I said, year, almost 30-some years for me. You know, it wasn't as... I didn't see it as much. Well, in the, in the Navy, I did see a lot of it. I did see a lot of it. There was a lot of guys and, and women who would marry people from different countries. But um, I think within the last, what, 10 years, it has grown tremendously, you know what I'm saying? And um, I don't know if I'm going to see this, but I think in the future, you're going to see more, more relationships like that, you know, foreign women or, 
an American man or vice versa. You know what I'm saying? Um, my, my, my question is, why is it that American women have the issue? What is it that you feel like you're missing when you didn't want the man from the beginning? Why is it a problem when you see someone else happy with the guy that you could have had, but you didn't want? You you let him go. So what's the problem with you? You know, got a problem. Why do you have a problem with him finding happiness outside of it? Especially if he's worked towards helping you build a relationship and you just got to a certain point that, you know what? This ain't working or whatever the whatever the situation. If, if you... Even if you break up on, on bad terms and you go your separate ways, you have to kind of like chalk that up to the game. You have to like say, you know what? It didn't work out. And even if you don't want to wish them success, you know, wish them success and finding someone else, just let it go. You had your time. You had your moment. Find somebody else. But for some reason, you know, a woman rather sit around and say, men ain't shit. Why these passport bros got to go to a different, you know, country and find another woman when I'm sitting right here? There's a reason why you're sitting right here and he over there. Let me say that again. There's a reason why you're sitting over here talking about he ain't shit and he's over there having the time of his life. And he figured that reason out. So it's not, it's not chess. It's checkers. It's, it's one of the simplest situations that occurs and you know a man gets to a certain point like you know what forget this I gotta find happiness and that means for me to go purchase a passport and go to the Dominican Republic and find me a Latina that's gonna really just be where I need her to be then that's what that means it's about choices it's about you know this ain't work so I gotta try something else plain and simple uh, but to wrap this up, I think foreign women may be seen as an easy out, a way for American men to get a, a lifelong commitment from another person and bypass the dating game. But foreign women come up, but foreign, but foreign women come with their own set of beliefs, standards, and experience, and these differences can disrupt the social norm in our society. This resistance can change and cause. This resistance can change. This resistance to change has caused much debate about this practice of importing wives and partners. But it's important to understand why foreign women are becoming attractive partners in the first place and are considered um, the complexity of other cultures. By understanding the motivation and customs of foreign cultures, we can better accept them into our own and foster meaningful connections. I, I really think that when it all boils down to that it's going to continue to be a, a growing trend. Men are going to get tired of, of not feeling appreciated, of not feeling wanted, and they're going to go overseas and they're going to find someone that's going to give them exactly what they want. And on that note, I'll be right back with my topic of the night. Alright, so my topic of tonight. The five sex tips a lesbian friend shared that made me a better lover. 
And this goes back to like 1997, 98, 99, 97. Yeah, I went to the National Guard in 96. So 97, I met um, Lorraine in 1997 down in Hinesville, Georgia. She was in the unit I was in. And we went clubbing. And, you know, I knew she liked women when when, when, we, when we met at the uh, when we, when we met at the base club, not the base club, but uh, the bowling alley, and she was dressed like a, I like okay. Uh, so we were sitting at the bar, you know, after we left the bowling alley, we went to the bar, uh, bowling. So we sitting there, and she, you know, she pulling women left and right, and I'm just sitting there, I'm amazed, you know, I was mad. Well, no, I was getting divorced. So I had my little up and down moment, you know, I would deal with somebody, I wouldn't deal with somebody. So, you know, I'm like, what's the secret? How are you pulling these women like this? And she said, there's more to, you know, loving a woman than licking and dicking them down. She said, you got to think beyond that. I mean, when it comes to sex and relationships, they all come together. You know what I'm saying? The licking and the dicking down. But there's more to it. And that stayed with me. And she gave me a couple of, she gave me at least 10, but I broke it down to five tips of what it was I need to change when it came to being a, a, a better lover. So, um, the first one is more foreplay. If you're looking to become a better lover, start with more foreplay. And more foreplay is often undervalued. Foreplay in itself is often undervalued and overlooked. And it's essential to women to reach heights of of pleasure that can be experienced through intimate moments. And it's important, it's importance lies in the ability to, to build anticipation, arousal, and connection between you and your partner. You have to like really, you know, not just perform the fantasy. You got to talk about the fantasy. Sometimes it, it helps that you know what it is that she needs from you by her communicating that to you. And for the longest, I didn't, I didn't, I didn't take that in consideration. I kind of like was self-centered. And I thought that it was all about my fantasy and not about our fantasy. And once I learned to to incorporate that into what we was doing sexually, then things started to, to, you know, change a little bit. The relationship was a whole lot different. The sex was definitely, you know, it, it, it went to a different level, you know? Um, I think trying out different techniques like, you know, giving massages, you know, gentle caresses, slow kissing. Kissing is a very, that's another tip of mine. I'll get to that in a few minutes. But kissing is very important when it comes to, you know, uh, making a woman feel good or taking her to that next level. Because if you want to step, I think one of the things you have to look at, if you want to step your game up when it comes to more foreplay, you got to incorporate certain things like toys, sometimes food, and other props. Because you can't limit your imagination. You 
you have to take it. You have to go there, you know, if you want to satisfy your woman beyond just putting dick in her. The next one is having longer sex. <laughs> now, I can only speak for myself. There have been times when I've been kind of quick on the draw. There have been times I couldn't help it, and there were times when I really just wanted to, you know, get what I needed to get and get the fuck on. But if you're in a relationship or if you're trying to build a good relationship or if you're trying to connect with someone, you got to put it down. You got to add some time so you can't just get in there, boom, 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 and I'm done. A man has to connect with his woman when he's inside of her. He has to look into her eyes and and let her know she's the most important person in the world in his life, outside of his children. Longer, more fulfilling sex is the cornerstone of a great intimate relationship. Why not take it up a notch and, and make it extraordinary? Next time you and your partner are ready to get busy, take the initiative to take the initiative to to have foreplay longer. Let your body explore every inch of of, of each other. Sa- savor that moment. Experience the pleasures of being lost in each other's em- embrace, while discovering new ways to please each other. Go beyond the mere. Uh, physical pleasure and enjoy the feeling of connection and companionship that comes with spending time together in such an intimate way. The next one is having more romance during sex. That wham, bam, thank you, ma'am ain't gonna work for everybody. Women love to be hold, held, caressed, touched, loved. They want to know that they mean something to you, that they're not just a piece of ass. When you're engaging in romantic and intimate acts with someone, it pays off to be impressive. It's easy to carry away with the physicality of sex, but it's important to take a moment to focus on the connection between you and your partner. Show some affection doing gentle touches, kisses on the forehead or neck, tender words, and eye contact. Create meaningful moments doing sex that go deeper than just physical pleasure. Show your lover how much you care. These small gestures will strengthen your bond and make even may strengthen your bond and make for even more enjoyable experiences. Kissing. Kiss better and more often. I can't I can't prove that lesbians are superior kissers compared to guys because I'm not a lesbian but I have seen some lesbian kiss women I've been told that you know women love I've been told by women who are not lesbian that they enjoy kissing lesbians so there got to be some truth to it now I don't know but like I said I've been told and I've seen it and from what I've seen and heard (laughs) I'm thinking you know they might just be a little bit better than us you know, uh, but kissing is often most, I'm sorry, kissing is often overlooked as a key component of intimacy. But for many women, it's essential for establishing connection, deepening bonds, and feeling pleasure. Put simply, if you want to be a better lover, you need to kiss better and more often. 
With practice, patience, and enthusiasm, you can learn to make every kiss count. Make sure your lips are soft and inviting. Press your lips firmly against hers and use small, tight circles with your tongue. Move slowly and attentively. Don't forget to enjoy the moment. A great kiss can open the door for a deeper level of passion, romance, and fulfillment. So take time to perfect your technique and let your kisses become the act of love. Simple. If you're not a good kisser, you better learn. Because <laughs> that might be your saving grace. Because if... Okay. I know someone who uh, went through something. And he wasn't able to uh, perform. I mean, he... It took him a while to get back to that point. So he's good now. But he said the thing that helped was my wife said, just kiss me. If you kiss me and hold me and rub up against me and grind on me, and you and, and you may get back to that point where you can perform. He said it took him a while, but he said, man, it worked. A simple suggestion by her of, of kissing her because she knew what she liked. You know, and I guess it, it worked and got him aroused and, and the chemistry started to work between them again. And he's good now. You know what I'm saying? So that suggestion of kissing is, is I guess it's true. You know, the next one is don't make it all about the gentle. And what I mean is don't make it all about the pussy. <laughs> you know, that's kind of like self-explanatory. A lot of guys go into situations and it's like they don't even try to get to know someone's last name before they start asking for pussy. And that's a big turnoff. A lot of women see that as not. If that's all you're thinking about, we ain't got nothing else to talk about. I had to learn that the hard way. Not saying I did it all the time, but I kind of like went in there like, yo, you look good, but you want to go to my space, my, my spot. You know what I'm saying? And I'm like, no, I don't even know you. What's my name? What's my last name? You know? So, when it comes to pleasure and sex, it's easy to focus on the obvious, the gentle. But focusing only on this area overlooks overlook so many other potential sources of pleasure that can make the difference when it comes to fulfilling sexual experience. By taking time to explore each other's bodies, we can discover hidden spots which, when touched or caressed, can result into extraordinary sensations. From a subtle touch to more intimate areas, every part of the body has potential to create pleasure in a unique way. So don't just limit yourself to focusing on just what you already know. Try something new and open yourself up to an exciting world of pleasure and pleasuring your partner. Edging. A lot of people don't, don't know what edging is. Edging is an effective tool for lasting longer in the bed. That's what edging is when you get your partner to that point when they get ready to have the orgasm and you pull off. You, you, you stop. Like, if a man is performing oral sex and he's getting her riled up and she's at that point and he's licking and he's licking and he's touching that clit and he's playing with that clit and he got her on the edge and then he stopped. That's kind of like, it, it's that sensation of, it felt so good, but I'm mad at you that you stopped. 
I feel good. I'm glad that you got me to that point, but I'm mad that you stopped because I was right there. Don't fuck around and have me. Don't bring me to that point and don't let me fall off the cliff. That's what that feels like. But it feels so good. It, it, it's like one of the best feelings I've ever had. A woman get me to that point where I'm ready to just let go and then she stop. And I'm like, what the fuck? Why you do that? But it, it, it felt so good getting to that point. It, it happened so many. I, one person did it like three or four times. And I was so mad, but I was so happy that she took me to that point. So edging is a very effective tool when it comes to um, making a woman feel good. It's a powerful technique that can help you take your sexual experience to the next level. By controlling arousal and delaying orgasm, you can increase sexual intensity and extend pleasure. Not only that, it's a great way to explore new sensations. As you keep your body guessing and can lead to more fulfilling and passionate encounters. Take control of pleasure with edging and bring your sex life to a whole new level of ecstasy. Amen. Amen. <laughs> to wrap this up, these five tips were fundamental for me as becoming a better lover. You know, I went to that point where I was uh, getting divorced and, and I felt like I was, what's the word I'm looking for? Inadequate. I felt like, uh, well, I knew I let my, I had let my ex-wife down, but I also felt like I had uh, lost a step when it came to pleasure in women. But after I talked to Lorraine and put these, I had to put these five tips into place. And once I did that, I became, I'm not going to say the best love in the world, but you know what? Fuck it. Honestly, I felt like I was one of the best lovers in the world. I've always thought I was uh, in the top 10. You know what I'm saying? That's just tooting my own horn. Tooting my own horn. Beep, beep. But, <laughs> but when it comes to, to, when it comes to these five tips, they have helped me in, in the bedroom, you know, in relationships and um, casual encounters. I, I can't lie. You know what I'm saying? I've used them in just about every situation I can think of when it comes to sex and relationships. They have the potential to, to make anyone a better lover, no matter the orientation. Lesbian relationships are not about sex. You can learn from anybody. And I, I learned from a lesbian, you know? And I took those words and I applied what it was that I needed to, to, to make me feel like I was a better lover and it worked. So I'm not gonna say that you need to do that, but um, if you know someone who, if you know of a lesbian, you might wanna talk to them. <laughs> you might wanna get some advice because they can tell you or probably show you something that you ain't doing or you may need to do in order to have a great relationship. And on that note, I'm going to end the podcast. I want to say thank you to everyone who supports the podcast, who listens, who has um, helped me out along the way as far as helping the podcast grow. I knew I went from doing two podcasts to one but right now it's kind of like going to be like that for a minute until I get some stuff situated but I will be on this mic talking my stuff and, and trying to be as entertaining as I can when it comes to relationships and 
just love and sex and all that from my perspective. If there's anything you want to talk about, if you want to debate with me, hit me up at when he speaks erotica at Gmail. Don't have no problem as long as you're respectable. Um, I hope everybody have a good night. Take care of yourselves, and I'll talk to y'all later.